and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We have returned. The season is just around the corner and we've decided that we're going to go through our list of uh, top 12 quarterbacks that we would choose in a redraft league. So uh, I am joined by Eva, uh, joined as ever, in fact, by <laughs> Mr. Dixon. How are you doing today? I'm very good. I uh, I get a little bit happier each day we get close to the season, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's starting to feel feel like it's real again I think you go through a period it's a bit like Christmas where you know when you're kind of been stuck in summer it just feels like a, a distant memory and you can't quite remember what it's like and then suddenly it's uh, around the corner and it feels a bit like uh, yeah Christmas is Christmas is on the horizon so um, I'm, I'm excited it's going to be it's going to be an exciting one this year so we'll uh, we'll start I guess by discussing the uh, the, the two kind of pretty um significant injuries i guess that that have occurred in the past uh, past week or so the first of which was uh, was kamaker's um kamaker's injury which is going to mean that he's not able to play at all this year and then we also have michael thomas who might not be playing until sort of october november time as well so both significant players i guess it's more of a an issue for dynasty leagues i guess where you have those players and you rely on those players from week to week to to win you your league whereas with redraft you just obviously need to avoid the two players now um, yeah yeah so what what do you think to uh to the impact of of, of that jack yeah i think well the cam acres one's obviously a massive one i thought he was really coming along back end of last season uh, and i thought this year was going to be his breakout so that is i'm quite sad about that one because he was he was moving up my ranking sort of each week um, up until the point of the injury, so that's quite sad. Obviously, Daryl Henderson um, should now take the primary role, um, but there is obviously talks of them maybe signing like an older free agent as well, just as maybe a, a backup for Henderson. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. I guess uh, as 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 the Rams uh, will be will be considering each and every option. I suppose Henderson is is going to be their uh, initial choice. I do think that they might. Hmm. Well, I guess they've just signed Matt Stafford, so that's quite a significant change to their roster. I don't yeah. know whether this is the season that they'd particularly want to tank, given that they've probably, you know, <laughs> put forward quite a lot of, of of money, time, and effort into getting uh, Stafford on board. So maybe maybe signing a, a kind of veteran would be a good idea for them, just so that they still have a have a shot at playoffs. Yeah, I completely agree. I think when they signed Stafford, I think they did have the the intentions of making a you know a, a decent playoff run. Um, so I think yeah, signed some some veteran to back up Henderson, who I do like. I like Henderson. I think he'll be pretty solid for them. Um, but yeah, I think getting a veteran to back him up is definitely the uh, the right move. Yeah, I guess it remains to be seen whether or not they they go ahead with that. So the actual injury that Kamek uh, has sustained was a uh, torn Achilles, which. I think from what I remember um, reading about is that he suffered it off, sort of off campus, so to speak. So it wasn't mm-hmm. actually within a Rams training facility. Correct, which is a bit of a weird one. Yeah, and, and <laughs> apparently if that does happen, then there there are clauses within his contract that say the Rams don't have to pay him for the year, which you know is pretty uh, terrible for him if that is the case. So hopefully he does get paid. I think the Rams do like him. I think they've invested a lot uh, in him. And I, I don't think it would it wouldn't make sense, <clears throat> excuse me, for them to to uh, to, to not pay him as it's obviously going to sour their relationship. I think the best thing they can do at the minute is just focus on his 
recovery yeah. and, and, and hope that he comes back stronger next year. Do you think that this injury will have long term a long term impact on his ability? Do you think he might have lost um you know, if, if if we can kind of look at it in percentage terms, if he was operating at hundred percent this year, what kind of percentage do you think he'll be operating at next year? Is is he gonna lose his maximum potential as a result of this injury? I think it is it's a tough one because especially with the Achilles, I don't think he'd, he'd obviously come back a hundred percent, which is a which is a shame. Um and obviously, as we know in the NFL, you know, running backs are they're replaced here and there willy nilly. So I think, I hope he comes back a hundred percent. But obviously, if he comes back at seventy five, eighty, I think they might just move on. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think that's probably the case. What do you think his draft value? Sorry, what do you think his trade value is at the minute in in dynasty terms? Um, I think, I think probably fairly low. I don't think I'd be I'd be targeting him, um, especially this soon into the injury. But I guess if you were. If you were low on running backs and you really sort of liked him, you could try and try and barter with the the owner for a relatively low price. It would be, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I think you're still looking at a first round pick um, at the at the sort of least. I think for someone to 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 part with him for a second would you'd be very very lucky because you are yeah. going to get a decent running back in a year's time. You're almost yeah, you're almost just kind of allowing this year to be. Uh, kind of a year off uh, in a way and you're mm-hmm. kind of expecting him to come back so yeah it's um it's definitely sad news for any any acres owners at the minute and obviously for for the man himself i mean he's he's literally played a year and yep. you know he's 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 been in a lot of people's hearts and minds as as somebody who has a lot of potential and is going to do wonderful things uh, in that rams offense but now he's uh, he's obviously put back a year and sadly for him, that 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 does mean you know it's not just necessarily money that he'll lose, but it is also that experience and yeah, it, yeah, it's it, and and he's never going to quite be the same again. It's a it's a nasty injury to have sustained, and who knows whether he'll come back a hundred percent or not. But hopefully for for him and for everybody else, uh, he does make a full recovery. So um, yeah, that's that's the first bit of sad injury news, I guess, to discuss. And the second is um, with regards to Michael Thomas's operation last month um, that will have him out of action until around about October, November, people are predicting. Yeah, again, it's not a, it's not one you want to see because he is, he is in that top tier of, you know, top five wide receivers, uh, you know, when he is on his game, you know, the seasons he was catching 100 balls and whatnot from Drew Brees speak for themselves. Um, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen quite with the the Saints quarterback situation this year but I think no matter no matter what it was going to be I think he was going to be a top 12 receiver in my eyes certainly anyway obviously this just this just drop him out the rankings if he's going to miss um a month or two um but obviously again you know Traquan Smith jumps up jumps up the rankings as does Alvin Kamara as well I think I think he'll see a lot more targets now yeah I've it's an interesting one. I think that the the true winner here is probably going to be Adam Troutman because yep. Michael Thomas is he is there as a as a help to the to the quarterback. Obviously, yeah. in, in recent years, Drew Brees' arm hasn't been what it was. No. He's not been able to throw it downfield as much as he has. But Michael Thomas excels in the sort of short to mid range, and losing that key player um, who is able to run those routes that are much closer, I think you're going to turn to your tight ends as, as kind of 
safety blankets, I guess. And um, I mean, I've been high on Troutman for the past sort of yeah, six months. So I, I've I've wanted him to do well anyway. I think he's got a lot of potential, especially now that tight end room is a lot uh, shallower than it was sort of this time last year. <laughs> but I, I do think that he has the potential now to to be a lot better in the absence of Thomas because their their offense. Yes, they've got Alvin Kamara, who's incredible as a running back, but apart from that, apart from that, he, he you yeah. know, it, it is Kamara, um, and obviously they've got to think about who the quarterback's going to be. I know you and I have spoken off podcast briefly about who we think that is. You, you're still quite high on it being um, thrown away, thrown around by Winston. <laughs> I, I think maybe, I think maybe it's Taysom Hill's time to shine a little bit here. It's, it's obviously he is. He just runs around, doesn't he? So, I mean, he's probably going to be a more favorable uh, quarterback than he was before the injury because there are fewer offensive weapons to throw to now. So, you know, the the Saints offense this year, I think, is going to be... I don't think it's going to be what it used to be. Let's let's put it that way. They've lost Breeze. They've now lost Thomas. Um, Yeah, I can't see them being a huge threat anymore. No, I think, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I think that, that their division, I think, is is more than winnable. I think whether it's Hill or Winston, it's not a, it's not a really very strong division. You know, the, the Falcons, the Panthers aren't, aren't, aren't brilliant. Um, obviously, the Bucks should win the division, but I think the Saints would think they could at least get second and maybe a wild card. I think, like you said, I think Troutman taking those sort of underneath balls. I mean, when you look at Thomas, he only averages 11.5 yards or something to catch for his career, so he's not a deep threat. Yeah. So I think, like we said, yeah, Troutman and, and Kamara being the security blankets for whoever is the quarterback, I think they're going to see a, a hell of a lot of targets. Yeah, and that's I guess that will impact the, the early season at the least. Yeah. When Thomas comes back, maybe things will change, but I mean, in the case of, in the case of Troutman kind of being a very fresh new face... If he does impress in in the first few weeks, you know the job is his to lose now. If he does yeah. a good job, then he will be sharing with uh, Thomas when he gets back, which could further hinder Thomas's value after his return. But mm-hmm. I mean, Thomas is so good; he, he's never yeah, he's really never going to be irrelevant, <laughs> is he? He's he's just fantastic. Um, so yeah, that was the that was the injury news that I guess we just needed to to discuss because it does have such an impact on on both dynasty and redraft because. Uh, obviously, this this episode we will be talking about our top twelve quarterbacks. I think had we written up our top twelve running backs and wide receivers, would have been making quite hasty changes, uh, changes to that <laughs> because I would have put both Acres and uh, Thomas in, in my top twelve lists. So it's it's definitely changed things. Um, so without further ado, I guess we'll move on to our on to our top twelve quarterbacks. Um, I will go first if that's okay, Jack. I'll, I'll you I'll fire say, away, man. I'll say who my QB one is, <laughs> um, and then I guess we can take it in turns to to make our way through our individual lists and maybe uh, see if we can change one another's minds with our <laughs> with our thoughts. So my QB one um, is is one that you could probably bet a, a hefty amount of money on me saying, uh, and that is that's Pat Mahomes. I, I just <laughs> I thought you might go with that one. I can't. I can't say he isn't my QB1 I just think he he's reliable uh, the the Chiefs offense is just so dominant he has fantastic weapons around him in Hill 
and Kelsey, who is actually, it's actually pronounced Kels, I found out recently. Apparently a commentator called him Kelsey, and then it's just stuck, and everyone calls him Kelsey now, but, but allegedly his, his actual, the actual pronunciation is Kels, but I can't bring myself to say it anymore. That's a new one so on me as well. Kelsey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, he's got, he's got Hill and Kelsey, and, and an array of other wide receivers as well. Um, I just think it's it's just hard to dispute his his numbers as a as a very as a very good key prime quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he had four thousand seven hundred and forty yards last year, passing yards, thirty eight touchdowns with only six interceptions, which is just phenomenal. Um, and and he is also a bit of a threat on the ground as well. He had three hundred and eight yards rushing with two yard two touchdowns to his name there so mm-hmm. i mean the chiefs offense is pretty pro- prolific in its in its passing ability yeah. um i think you've always got to consider in 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 fantasy that the rushing upside is something that you always have to consider with any mm-hmm. choice you make but the fact that he does have a bit of rushing upside along with his ability to just throw it and and the big numbers the chiefs put up all the time you're almost guaranteed at least a touchdown a game he's yeah, I can't. I can't say anybody else tops the list for me. I just think he's he's utterly incredible. So, do you agree, or do you have a different uh, QB? I I have a different QB one. I do completely agree that he's incredible, and he is he is second for me um, for the reasons you just mentioned. Uh, you know, he's his touchdown to interception ratio is insane. He is very mobile as well, which always matters in fantasy. Um, the Chiefs have obviously improved their offensive line as well yeah, uh, in the off season, which can only mean good things for Mahomes. Um, but I've I've got Josh Allen at one. Um, okay. I think he's he's got better every single season. Uh, last season, obviously, being the best, he was up near seventy percent of his passes. I think the rushing ability for Allen's really where he he just edges it for me. You know, uh, eight touchdowns last season, over five hundred yards on the ground. He's once they get into the red zone, he's just so massive. I, to be honest, I'd back him for at least ten rushing touchdowns next season. Um, so the rushing ability of Allen, plus the fact that he's improved as a passer every year, the Bills don't have a very tough division. Um, and I think he's gonna have some absolute monster games. I mean, if you look at last season, um, although Mahomes did play a game less, um, so if you factor that in, there was twenty five points between them, so it would have been very very tight. If yeah. Mahomes had played the extra game, but yeah, Allen just edges it for me. No, that that makes sense. Allen is my number two. Uh, All right, good. <laughs> for, for the same reasons. I, I think the only thing that I worry about uh, for Allen is is maybe he doesn't have the weapons that uh, Mahomes yep. has. Completely. I mean, there's been a lot of talk this week uh, with Cole Beasley refusing to take the, uh, to get the vaccine. COVID vaccination, yeah. which means he might not be playing this year, in which case I think their, their wide receiver two will be um, either Gabriel Davis, and I think, Correct. or uh, I'm sure they hired another, another kind of veteran wide receiver who is coming to the end of his days. I can't remember who it was, though, but that... Yeah, yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good. Uh, it's not a good drop off. They got um. They got Emmanuel Sanders, didn't they? Yes. I, I think that yeah. That's yeah, the that's the veteran they got. Um, who is he, he's good. Obviously, he's at the back end of his career, but he's decent. But it does without Beasley, it does certainly take a drop off. Yeah, which that's probably that is the main reason why he's not my number one. Um, I mean, his 
if if you could stack Diggs with with Allen in your fantasy team, oh my you, god! I mean, you'd, you just you win in most weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's very unlikely that you wouldn't get all the way through to the playoffs. I don't think with that stack. So as long as they both stay healthy, and it's it's nice to see that Diggs Diggs has kind of found a home that he's happy with as well. Because I know he wasn't happy at the Vikings. And no, he wasn't, was he? <laughs> he I, I think he he doesn't have many kind words to say about um, Kirk Cousins either. Uh, just, just like you, there's quite a lot. Of, I was going to say, neither do I. <laughs> um, but, but I think he's just gone from strength to strength. I mean, yeah. Diggs is at the minute. I, I mean, I love Adam Phelan. Don't get me wrong, but Diggs is my favourite wide receiver to watch at the minute. I just think he's yeah. absolutely incredible, and the way he he plays with Allen is great. And you can just see the chemistry between the yeah. two of them. They love they, each other, they, don't they? They really do, and yeah. I think that's you know they had a year to nurture that last year they're going into their second year together now i can't see them not having a great partnership again so it's it's going to be um it's going to be good to watch the pair of them and like you say the upside for for alan is always with the rushing i mean yeah. eight touchdowns is well that's that's it's good that's, for a running back, running back yeah. <laughs> yeah you know and so he's he is good so yeah i'm I, he's my number two um so i guess we both listed our one and two collectively um so i'll move on to my number three which might be a bit of a con- controversial pick but, but oh, hear me out. So my number three is dak prescott oh okay um, so i did a bit of a calculation so by our dynasty league rules he was averaging 31.55 points per game in the games that he was healthy last year which mm-hmm. is utterly incredible so he played four full games he was knocked out of the i believe it was the giants game in week five correct much yep. to much to most people's dismay including his own um, but even in that game, I think he had around 16, 17 points, only being two-thirds of the way through. So the reason he's my number three is because of the points output. I don't know whether he's my number three quarterback in real life, but I think as far as fantasy is concerned, mm-hmm. he, he's number three. And um, yeah, I also think that he benefits from having a pretty bad defense so he has yeah. to, he has to <laughs> sling it. You're <laughs> you not know, wrong he, there. He, 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 <laughs> can't, he can't not um he can't not throw the ball so because he's always on the field (laughs) that's it those garbage time points are are phenomenal so uh, i was reading that uh the the cowboys defense was uh ranked 28 in 28th in the league um, as far as points allowed was concerned which obviously isn't isn't a position that you want to boast about um so the the offense has to just keep keep throwing it uh, downfield to try and get as many points as possible so they don't have the the luxury of <laughs> an excellent defense that's going to keep them them off they're always on the field so i think that combined um with his ability he is a good quarterback don't get me yeah, wrong no doubt um, no doubt means that i think for me as far as, as as far as points are concerned when you're looking at an average of 31.55 points a game I mean, if you had that as a guarantee before you started the season, you'd probably be taking Dak Prescott number one. Um, so, so I think he's he's my number three for that reason. Okay, let's see if let's see if we've done the same thing with one and two as we're going to do with three and four. Uh, so I've got I've got Dak at four. Um, okay. I've got Kyler Murray at three. Yeah, we've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, yeah, totally agree with Dak. Um, I think the Cowboys. I think obviously they'll have a better season just because he's back. Um, another point to mention is his wide receiver trio is just insanely good. Yeah, fair like yes. Cooper, Lamb, Gallup as a top three. You could make an argument is one of the best uh, top threes in the league. Um, and again, he's no slouch on the ground as well. Yeah, um, that's true. although it's hurt him. Yeah, 
Um, I've, I've liked him since his rookie year, um, so I think he'll 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 have a good season. Um, but I, I I love Murray just that little bit more. You know, eight hundred nineteen rushing yards and eleven touchdowns. We're getting we're getting close to Lamar Jackson territory territory there, um, and he's just a much better passer than, for example, Jackson. Um, Cardinals, although in a tough division, I think they're going to have a big year this year. Um, so yeah, Murray again just edges it. I think again just because he's a better rusher and Dax had the season off. I think that's the that's probably the only reason I didn't agree with you there. Yeah, no, I. I... As, as I just said, Murray was my number four, and it's, it's for very similar reasons. I think I think Murray uh, might suffer from being in quite a difficult um, division, mm-hmm. which that's what'll make or break him. Yes, I think yeah. if he, if he can if he can kind of rise to the challenge, he'll be he'll be fine. But yeah, he's he, he's good at passing as well. I think because Murray, I think a lot of people do think of him as more of a, a sort of rushing quarterback. But mm-hmm. three thousand nine hundred and seventy-one yards passing last year which is it's a lot you know it's, it's, it's a high number for for someone who has also completed 819 yards rushing as well yeah. so <laughs> he is uh, he is a points machine um i think the only thing that worries me a little bit about murray is that you know he's he did throw 12 interceptions which yep agreed you know, i mean as far as 26 to, to 12 you know it's, it's not a bad ratio but uh, i mean he just i think he needs to uh needs to just be careful to to just keep mm-hmm. the ball with his uh, offense rather than passing it over to the defense there but i really like kyler murray and and he's got the youth as well so he's he's going to he's going to just keep keep on learning uh, you yeah. know he's keep on getting better which which is always going to be good for him so and I, I i do like the cardinals offense and and hopefully deandre hopkins yeah, will hopefully also be sort playing this year i was so going to mention that <laughs> another another player not wanting to take the the vaccine okay so i guess we've done our 1 to 4 so we move on to 5 so my qb5 is someone who I'm giving uh, a second chance this year uh, to, to, to oh, kind okay. of rise, and and that's Lamar Jackson. I do oh, okay. I do think that with the new weapons that he's had in in Rashad Bateman and with the uh, news coming out of training camp that J.K. Dobbins is learning to to catch the ball as well as run the ball, hopefully he will turn to his arm a little bit more and try and improve his game there i mean he did mm-hmm. he did rush for a thousand and five yards so he hit the yeah. thousand yard back mark, to back seasons crazy which is really good <laughs> seven touchdowns there uh, which is fewer than kyler murray interestingly mm-hmm. um but he only threw for 2757 yards uh, but he did match kyler murray uh, with 26 touchdowns and he beat kyler murray as far as interceptions are concerned with only nine so um i guess that comes from not throwing it as much yeah. <laughs> i guess um, he's less likely but I I think that you know his. If we were doing this podcast this time last year, I think we would be quite happy with Lamar Jackson as one of our top five picks. I think now we he's not had the best season last year. He might go down in some people's estimations, but I think he's got every chance and every opportunity to show how good he is. And it's just that rushing upside, which is just it's what you need in fantasy. It's fantastic, but I guess that comes with the risk of of, of injury. Um, a little bit more so he is a riskier pick from that point of view but yeah Lamar Jackson is my QB5 okay uh, let's see what happens so it can't happen again I've got Jackson at 6 okay <laughs> um, um, again completely agree I, I love Jackson he's absolutely electric Um, I, I just think with, with the, if I was running the Ravens I'd be running the ball as much as possible because that's what they do best yeah Um you know, with their trio of running backs plus Jackson himself, so that the low passing numbers do worry me a little bit. 
Um, you know, he was, what, 10th overall last season in fantasy in 15 games. Um, but I think I think he'll probably have a slightly better season. Um, but at five, who I think is going to absolutely go off, I've got Justin Herbert. Oh, we've 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 diverted now. Diverted. Okay, um, I'll, I'll hear out on Justin Herbert. He's for me at number seven, so not far seven. off. Interesting, interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think I mean last season, I absolutely loved watching him. He came in as a rookie, you know, broke Manning's passing records, sixty-seven percent of his passes, ninety-nine quarterback rating, five rushing touchdowns to boot as well. I absolutely love watching him. Uh, again, he's got very good receivers. I think you know you got Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, Eckler out the backfield. Yeah. Um, I think he'll take a step up from last season, uh, which he was the QB nine, which as a rookie is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think he's going to absolutely light it up. He's certainly someone I'm going to be targeting if I get the opportunity in drafts. Yeah, I hope he does. I do like Herbert. Um, and I think having Eckler there this year as well from, from the off, hopefully that will give him uh, another option. So I am I'm hopeful that he, he does well. I will talk a little bit more about him when I get to, to my That's seventh fine. position, That's but fine. I'm going to talk about my uh, QB6. Far away. Um, so the, the individual who beat Justin Herbert for me was Russell Wilson, uh, <laughs> who I've got at QB6. And the reason for that is because he's reliable. In yeah. It's his 10th season. Uh, he's never missed a game. Yep. which is unbelievable <laughs> crazy and the and the other thing the key thing for fantasy is he's never finished outside the top 12 quarterbacks since he started playing the game so incredible for, for me it's the reliability of wilson that puts him above herbert because herbert has had one good season yeah um he's not had nine good seasons so i think in in my eyes I'm I'm going I'm going for the reliability because the reliability. I'm a stats yep. man. I want to go for I want to <laughs> go for the guy who I know is going to be decent for me week in week out. Who's not going to let me down. And the fact that he's just not missed a game in, in that that space of time is just unbelievable. So um, so yeah, I'm, I, I I like Russell Wilson as my uh, QB six. I think, and he also has some fantastic weapons. And I think oh I think, yeah, I think Carson's going to have a good year this year. I think he's he's one of my sort of sleepers i guess running back back. i think Mm. people kind of are talking him down but i I think he's gonna have quite a good season i think the seahawks offense as a whole is um and yeah he's just got some great weapons out there and and he's a good leader i think that's another good thing about him is he's been in the game for so long he's respected so it's it just pips pips uh herbert to the post for me so who's your number number six um well my number six was jackson Oh, of course, um, but yes. seven uh, was was Wilson. So um, oh, okay, so we're still yeah. still pretty close then. Still close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love Wilson. Obviously, he's my QB one in Dynasty. Um, like you said, he's very reliable. He had obviously a season a career high in interceptions last season, which I expect to come down. Hopefully, um, yeah. with thirteen. <laughs> but then he also had his most touchdowns with forty. So. Um, yeah, like you said, he's reliable. He's an iron man. Never missed a game, which is just absolutely insane. Um, he's got the fourth highest career passer rating of all time, which is just absolutely mental. Um, I think the interceptions come down, um, and yeah, he has another good season. But yeah, Jackson and Herbert on maybe a bit of upside. I'm thinking with there. I think just just ahead of him. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, just kind of going back to to my my QB seven, uh, who is who's Herbert, as I've just said. I think the other thing to just mention about him again is he got five rushing touchdowns. Um, which 
you know, is uh, pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. So he's an he is another quarterback who, from a fancy fancy perspective, just has that dual threat, which means he is more valuable, I guess. Because that in itself, I mean, f- five touchdowns is what 30, 30 points. Thirty which, points, yeah. Uh, you know, is that's 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 thirty Mental. points just because he runs around a little bit, which he does, I guess, steal from the running backs, but. When you're using a running back, a primary running back like Eckler, who is generally a pass catcher anyway, exactly. Um, I, I don't think any Eckler owners could feel too bad about Herbert nicking the odd rushing touchdown because Eckler himself isn't the kind of guy who would, uh, you know, he's not really built for that himself. So, um, so yeah, he's a he's a good option. So, okay, controver- controversial <laughs> now. QB eight for me. Here we go. Is Jalen Hurts. Oh my god! Yeah, you've he's, gone mental. He's my QB eight. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I'm gonna Go talk on. through why. I'll talk pitch it why. to me. So through the three games uh, that he he played, where uh, <laughs> where I guess the Eagles weren't just trying to shit themselves, um, he got nineteen point two eight points uh, as far as our dynasty rules mm-hmm, are concerned. Mm-hmm. I think we we have minus one. On a on a fumble and minus two on a fumble lost, correct. Whereas yep. a lot of leagues, I think it's just minus one for each. So I guess we're we're more punitive uh, when it comes to uh, <laughs> to losing the ball. And then he got thirty four point eight two, and then he got seventeen point five eight. He's got such a high rushing upside. I can't not include him in this list. And now he's also got um, Devonte Smith coming to to help him out as far as passing is concerned. So he had a fifty two percent. Uh, completion rate as far as passing con- is concerned yeah. which which it's isn't dreadful. good yeah <laughs> it's not good but it's, it's it's gotta get better it's a stat that can improve and yeah. i think i was reading it he all he had to do was complete two or three um passes mortal a game and it like put it up by 10 percent to sort of you know 62 to 65 percent yeah which and and if you watch the tape, which which I've done a few times because I've invested in him in Dynasty now, <laughs> so I've I've gone I've gone all in. I did a lot of research before I did a lot of the a lot of the passes that he was throwing were catchable, but he was yeah. throwing to dreadful receivers. Dreadful, yeah. Which means that it makes him look worse than he is. And I think mm-hmm. now they've had an upgrade at receiver, and now they're going to have an offensive line that hopefully isn't being subbed out and is full of potholes, which is what basically what it was when he was playing at the end of last year. The, the offensive line for the Eagles was just... It wasn't a bad one to start the, the year. It just They just lost so many people due to injury. Mm-hmm. I think with that strength uh, in the offensive line, with additional training over, over the summer, and with better receivers, I can't see him being any worse. So if I take his 19 points, his 34 points, his 17 points, and then think he's going to have a better, uh, better crew around him, that to me means those points are not going to go down they should instead go up so i'm thinking he should hopefully average at least 20 points a game and yeah. it's a lot of it's in the rushing so he's he is my qb8 which i know is quite high but it's just that rushing upside to me is worth it that. so I'm, I'm hoping that he has good has a good season i'm assuming that hurts doesn't make your top 12 list no he, he, he does actually oh does he, he does. okay he, he does he, he's, he's 12th um, okay so he only just made it by the he, he made team. it but when i yeah when i looked to the people who i you know was looking at 13th 14th 15th again like you said the the rushing ability and just the sheer like if he plays the full season he's getting a thousand yards rushing that's just definitely happening yeah i think so i think yeah the rushing ability put him at edged him into 12 I think the passing probably will get better, but I, again, I don't think he's the best 
like he's he's not that good a passer. I don't think. I think the the Russian ability and and everything's the reason he's there. But the passing, like I, I like you said, can only get better. But I just don't really like the Eagles too much as a team in general. I think that's why I didn't really have him much higher. Yeah, I mean they're in a quite a nice little division as well. So hopefully that's that, true. That is that's helpful true. for him. Um, but but we'll see. Okay, so I guess that's the first major difference between us. So who's who's your eighth? Hey, I got Tom Brady at eight. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just so frustratingly good. Um, the the books, you know, they had a fantastic season. The roster's barely changed. Like every, I think every season for the past four years, I've come into the season sort of doubting him a little bit. Like, oh, this has got to be the season he drops off. And you know, last season he sets a career high in touchdown, second yeah. <laughs> second highest touchdown passes of his career, bar the fifty seat the fifty season he had, which is just mental yeah. with a new team. Um, I, I I think they do get back to the Super Bowl. That's just like off the bat. I think they do. So yeah, Brady at eight because he, he's just so reliable. I, I'm not going to doubt him this season. I think he has another good one. Yeah, I mean, he did make my list, and and. In a funny twist of fate, he was my twelfth quarterback. <laughs> For God's sake! So we, we, it's almost like we've just swapped our players around. But um, I I agree with you. I think I mean I've only started playing and and really taking notice of the NFL since twenty eighteen. So Brady is kind of a name that I'd heard before, just by virtue of how prolific and and good he is as as a player and as an athlete. So I think. His his legend kind of precedes him, but I do think that he's he's got to fall off a cliff at some point. Surely, surely yeah. he's he's <laughs> yeah. he's gonna be kind of slowed down. I think the fact that he's very static and and doesn't and doesn't really move much mm-hmm. um, means for me as as an absolute uh, sort of rushing quarterback junkie that I don't know whether he's gonna put up the fancy points that. Uh, the other players in my list will just by virtue of him kind of relying on on throwing it, um, and you know the books they are so good that kind of once they get to a, a yeah. point where they're in the lead, they they just need to keep rushing it, running it through. So he's not necessarily going to be an important uh, sort of fantasy player when when the books are keep winning. And I think they've just got such a good team. And the amount of players <laughs> yeah, that have do. taken pay cuts just so that they can stay in the team because I think they all believe well, rightly so, that they can win it again this year. Um I'm talking myself around now, aren't I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean yeah, he's he is great. He's he's fantastic. And yeah, I think he's probably got another two years in him at least. So yeah, same. Maybe, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Okay, interesting. So, uh, so he's my QB twelve for for those reasons. Um, so I guess I'll just have to remind myself that I've already spoken about QB twelve. So my QB nine. Um, depending on how things go, my QB nine is Aaron Rodgers if he plays. Um, same. Oh snap! Yeah, it's, it's the first one we've got. <laughs> same. Um, I just think that. He is good. His statistics speak yeah. for themselves. Incredible. Um, I think that the only question is, will he play? And if the question, uh, and if the response to that is yes, I guess the follow-up question is, is where? Um, you know, there's still time for him to make a move somewhere mm-hmm. else. I guess if he does play for the 
for the Packers it is going to be his kind of swan song season where last dance. I, I can't see him playing for them another season after this. And now with the the news that Adams is also not extending yeah. his contract, <laughs> that's not what it, you want to see. Not really, not for that organization. They <laughs> no. are to lose your QB one, who is an MVP, reigning MVP. And then yeah. to lose your wide receiver one as well, when you don't really have much depth behind him, no. um, they've their their offense has gone from one of the be- better ones in in the league to just yeah. absolutely falling over. So, um, so yeah, I guess I I've, I still have to have him on this list because you can't yeah, leave him off to. it. He's that good, but there's so much question, uh, so many questions around him that I think. If I were drafting today and I got to I got to the position where I've not drafted a quarterback and my top eight had already gone, mm-hmm. I, if I'm being honest with myself, I don't know whether I would take the risk with Rodgers at nine, uh, even though he's there on my list. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if you know, you kind of have to take risks to win fantasy. You know, you can't you can't play it safe all the time so maybe i would maybe i would take him he's just maybe so he good I, ca- I can't i can't put him any lower than 9 because he is so good it's just d- will he play again or will he retire that's the question yeah i mean i think i think he will play again i i think like you said i think the most likely scenario is he gets he gets through one last you know like you said swan song season with green bay then leaves um completely i mean last season was incredible was it 48 touchdowns five picks he barely ever throws interceptions, which is amazing. And he's pretty mobile as well, even at his age. Um, he's too good to leave off the list. But I think, to your point, if I, if my top eight had gone and it was a choice between him at nine and who I've got at ten, I think you know I'd be so close to, to taking the tenth just because of the possible the drama and all that stuff i think which is which is weird i think he, he, if he plays he'll finish higher than my tenth quarterback but that that risk is there like you said yeah it's there's nothing that any of us can really do until until no. we find out more i guess at this point and and luckily for us we're not drafting for another month so it Thank hopefully, God. <laughs> hopefully something will have will have happened in that time that tells us whether he's playing or not but it's quite clear he's unhappy with his situation and he wants it to change, be that not playing football again, which I don't, as you say, I don't think he wants that um, or moving to somewhere else. Um, so I guess we'll see with uh, with uh, A-Rod what happens. So my QB 10 is uh, Matthew Stafford. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I, I'm feeling pretty good about him this year. I think he's... He's going to a better situation than he's probably ever been in uh, at the Rams from the Lions. And he does have some decent weapons as well. I, I think Woods is going to have a really good year this year. And obviously Cooper Cup is, is good too. I think they're going to see an uptick in production both. Mm-hmm. I definitely think they're going to be a better, better place than they were last year. And he, he's just... He's a machine himself. He he's been injured a lot, and I remember watching last year. I think it was during the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving games. He got really badly banged up, but he just carried on. And he's a trooper, yeah. He is, and I think that's the kind of mentality that. Whenever I think of the Rams, I always think of very sort of hardy, sturdy uh, footballers. I think that they are kind of you just have that iron defense in mind. So I think he fits their he fits that their mold. mentality really, really well. And I just think that he's. I think he slept on, to be honest, because a lot of people still have the the kind of Lions Stafford in their mind, who, even though he was playing for that terrible, <laughs> terrible offense, he was still throwing really well, and he was still making his way into into kind of the upper echelon of, of a lot of quarterbacks. 
I know I carried him on my team a little bit last year and I was just impressed by, you know, despite everything, he was still putting up decent points every week. So I think with the new situation, um, with the protection that will be afforded and with the new kind of host of, of receivers, I, I do think that he's going to see an uptick in production this year. And I would be quite surprised, I think, if he didn't appear in the top 12 mm-hmm. uh, quarterbacks. I, I just think it's... It's very unlikely that he's he's not going to kind of at least be a top twelve QB. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've got I've got him just behind. I've got him eleven, um, um, just ahead of Jalen Hurts. I've always liked Stafford. You know, his, his rookie season there was a game against um, Cleveland, I believe it was. That was like a, a mental score, like forty odd points or something. Wow! And he he got absolutely nailed. I believe I believe last play of the game could barely throw. You know, goes into the huddle, says, "Look, coach, I've I've got this." You know, throws the ball, touchdown, and then Mental. you know, you know, then probably has arm surgery or something like that. So he's, <laughs> like you said, he, he fits the he fits the Rams much better than Jared Goff did. I think they're going to be a pretty decent team, uh, like you said, with that defense, and they do have they do have some pretty good weapons as well. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, completely agree. Okay, who is your number ten? My number ten is Ryan Tannehill. At oh, okay. 10. Yeah. Um. I mean, he was. What was he? He's seven. QB seven last year, I believe. Um. You know, they've added Julio Jones. Um. AJ Brown's one of my favorite receivers in the league at this moment. Um. And obviously they've got Derek Henry as well, who's just mint for setting up the play action. Um. He runs a decent amount of touchdowns as well. Um. And like, if you look like whenever I look at the stats, like him versus Mahomes over the last twenty four games. It is, it is mental how close it is, and he actually edges Mahomes in some categories. So I think I think he's definitely going to be top top twelve again. Yeah, I think he's not on my list, but I had to. He almost was. I was very. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about putting him there instead of Tom Brady, but I just felt that I couldn't miss Tom Brady out. So I ended up subbing in more just for just so I've got the name of Tom Brady on my list than anything else, I guess. But. <laughs> Uh, Tannehill is was would have been my number thirteen for sure um, mm-hmm. because I I do I agree with you and I think for some reason he's not really spoken about in in kind of fantasy circles very often I think he's no. he's almost a forgotten about quarterback who just keeps his head down and gets on with it there's not really you don't have the glitz and glamour that you do with uh, with players like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson where you know it's kind of they're an exci- they're exciting players to watch whereas Tannehill. And I don't know if I'd call him exciting. He's just good, um, which I guess is 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 better in a sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. You go. I no, think. Go I think it's yeah. Like he, he, like you said, he flies under radar. But like last what is it? Last twenty four games, it's over six thousand yards, sixty one touchdowns, ten picks, quarterback rating over a hundred. Like like you said, I think he's he's just a bit boring, but I think he's he's been so good for the Titans, which I think no one expected. Yeah, I definitely I definitely didn't when he came. I you know seeing how he performed when he got drafted by Miami, I didn't expect this. So I'd be shocked if he wasn't in top twelve. I guess he's got a great distraction in Derrick Henry as well. Yes, yeah. I think defenses are so scared about what Henry's going to do because he literally flattens people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that I guess that loosens loosens. Uh, Tannehill up a little bit to do to do what he wants to do when he does want to go for a passing play then all eyes are on Henry first and foremost yeah. so and I think, I think deep that balls. it definitely helps him for sure so yeah um okay I'm gonna go on to my QB 11 because this is more of a 
this isn't grounded in research. This is grounded in hope. So my QB oh, I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not Kirk Cousins. Don't worry. I've not added oh, him to the top list. Oh, thank it, God. It's, uh, it's Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. As my QB okay. 11. So the reason is I, I'm excited to see uh, to see how Mixon plays this year because, mm-hmm. yep. I mean, I've got a love-hate relationship with Joe Mixon. I know you do. <laughs> I had him I had him in my first year. I didn't have him in my second. And then I think I, I, I had him in Dynasty last year. And he yep. he spent most of it on the bench. But he, he is such a good player he's so when he's good. not yeah. injured. But I do, yeah. think that, I do think that this might be the year that the Bengals actually become quite a, a scary offense. They've... They've obviously got Chase this year, which has definitely strengthened their wide receiver core. They already have T. Higgins, who I, I really like T. Higgins too. I, I think that that Burrow's got some good uh, faces to throw to this time. Mm-hmm. I think that Mixon is going to have a really good year, and he's he's going to be involved more in the passing game as well. Yeah, I, good pass catcher. I, I think, I just feel like they're kind of... They're simmering. They're an offense that was simmering last year. They never quite made it to boil, and I feel like this is the year that they are going to just turn it around and suddenly become Amazing. quite a prominent offense in, in the NFL. And everyone is so young, which is incredible for them because that team is is so, so young uh, from an offensive standpoint mm-hmm. that you know they're going to be able to stick with that. Hopefully, if they, if they retain the coaches in the same positions yeah. and they're not changing changing up the scheme and everything... I think if they all stick together and they work together, I think they're going to be absolutely incredible. So he, it's not grounded too much in stats, I guess, uh, because I'm, th- I'm hoping that there are a few kind of significant changes that happen in mm-hmm. the offense this year. But I do think that Joe Burrow might, might end up being uh, something quite special this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love Joe Burrow. I think one out the, the, you know, the few games he did play before the unfortunate injury, I thought he was looking really good. To your point, like Jamar Chase, I think is going to absolutely light it up from from week one, and T Higgins is fantastic as well, and then you got Tyler Boyd as well, yeah, true. Um, which that's like that's a crazy good top three receivers. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he was if he was in the top twelve. Um, he'd probably be just outside for me, but yeah, I, I hope they do do well. Um, because the bank, you know, they've had Dalton for years. They've never really been a very exciting offense, and like you said, with the the players they've got, I think they they genuinely can be. Yeah, I really hope they are because <laughs> being a, being a mix and owner in Dynasty, I'm, I'm really <laughs> hoping they are. Um, yeah. So who was your number eleven? Yeah, like my my eleven was Stafford. Um, oh, yeah. My eleven was Stafford, and then I am um, hurt just in that twelve spot because um, of the insane rushing ability. <laughs> Fantastic. So I guess that's our top twelve then that we've we've worked through and. We only have one different player each, I guess. So you obviously have Tannehill, and I I went for Burrow instead. But aside from that, we're pretty close we're, list. We're, we're fairly close, yeah. I mean, I think I think if we went to a lot of uh, various fantasy players and analysts, I do think the lists will always be fairly fairly yeah. similar, um, especially in the top five. But it's uh, it's interesting to kind of look at look at them and and see how things change from year to year, because obviously. You know, no one knew that Herbert would be as good as he no. has been, and, and and Murray himself. I remember watching his first game, um, and really rooting for him. I think I think he ended up losing in the end, but he 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 played really well. And I was, yeah. I remember watching that, and thinking, oh, I think he's gonna, you know, gonna he's be gonna good. be really good. And it's, I mean, he's up there now. He's you know, 
top top sort of six, I would say, for most people at least. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, maybe even top five. So I think, I think yeah, there's 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 a lot of similarity, I guess, but it is those little differences that that change things, and obviously your draft strategy will affect who you get when. So I mm-hmm. I never really plan to get my top two or three. Uh, quarterback picks just by virtue of that's not the way I draft. Usually, I'm looking at quarterback at round five at the absolute earliest. So, um, yeah, it's. I think a lot of players uh, kind of take advantage of that and know that there are going to be some good players left, sort of, sort of round four. Mm-hmm. But it, it just depends on on what you think to that sort of draft strategy. So, next time we'll look at running backs, which I guess we'll. Uh, We'll have to rejig a little bit from from what we initially thought, given that yep, definitely will be part of the list. <laughs> um, but I'm going to find it difficult with running backs because there is, I, mean, I would say, Alvin Kamara is now more worthy, sort of worth more than he was before Thomas was out. So that's yep. another change that I would make. And and there's news as well that Barkley might not be ready for Week One as well. So you know you want as many points from your your running backs as you can. So does that mean that Barkley's not worth a top three four pick? It's yeah, there's a lot to think about for the, for that list, I think, um, because things do change so much. Yeah, I mean, it's especially like if you think you're taking Barkley, probably you know first first six seven picks. If like, would you pick him top six if you knew he was going to be out the first week? I mean, it'd, it'd be a very tough call. Um, I, I love Barkley, but obviously the injuries. Then if he was to miss a week, I think I'd probably steer clear. But now nah, that'll be a I think the the running back list I think will be harder and and closer than this one I think just because of like you said injuries and quarterback situations and and stuff like that. Yeah, I think with quarterbacks it's quite clear who who are the front runners because they, yeah. I guess quarterbacks more often than not I guess they rely on the offensive line but a lot of the time yeah. they're they're the decision makers so they kind mm-hmm. of rely upon themselves more often whereas. When you're looking at receivers and running backs, they are kind of at the mercy of what the quarterback or what the, yeah. what the coaches decide to do. So yeah. there's less autonomy there. Um, yeah, I, I, Barkley is an interesting one because I think people are also going to be quite nervous about how he's going to play, especially coming off an injury like he had with with the cruciate ligament. I think mm-hmm. you know players come back from that. I mean, people in general. It's not just obviously fantasy, which is what we talk about in the NFL, but that that is a horrific injury to sustain and it takes a long time to heal from. It does. And some people are never quite right again afterwards and you know, he relies on being elusive and being explosive and and his movement is so key to the way he plays that that is that will have could, hindered could him. Could really affect him. Yeah. So he might he might come back and be a shadow of his former self. We I mean, he still has the muscle memory. He still has the knowledge of how to to play mm-hmm. like that. But it's just whether his body allows him to now. So, yeah, there's a few there's a few uh, instances like that. I guess that we we have to be careful of. So it's going to be an interesting one to to see who we think uh, are the top top twelve running backs. Um, yeah, are there any uh, any closing thoughts on quarterbacks? Any sort of sleepers that you've uh, identified? Yeah, I think... I think I'd like I I'm like you I don't I don't tend to to draft quarterbacks certainly as high as as you know your Mahomes your Murrays this year your your Josh Allens I, I usually do go yeah like you said round round 5 round 6 that type of thing um but I know some people draft even quarterbacks even later than that yeah Burrow was one I I would certainly look for in the later rounds I think if he stays healthy he could have a, a good year um you know, fits magic. I, I, I would, I would love to have him on my team because he's just so, 
brilliant and he's 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 genuinely a good quarterback like some of the yeah. plays he made last season um whether he was starting or you know popping in for tour um so i think with a full-time starting gig they have a very good defense in washington i think he could actually yeah. put up some decent numbers to be fair yeah i i, I agree on 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 fitz magic definitely i think he's uh I remember the play last year where he was being taken down oh, was, by the face, face by mask, the face mask. Yeah, and he still made the throw. <laughs> against the Raiders. He, he didn't know, did he? He, he had no. to be told by uh, some of his linesmen. They were like, "Oh yeah, you made you made the pass." He was like, "What?" Um, but but a man like that who is just willing mm. to to just make Do those crazy throws, you, you've got to respect yeah. him and admire him. I do know that um, Heineke, who I think is the backup at, at Washington, Correct. was he was. Um, Slated to be playing very well, so there might be a little bit of competition there. A little bit of competition, Patrick. But that could be a good thing. It, it could mean that you know Fitzpatrick wants to keep the starting job. He's going to have to play the best he can. Mm-hmm. He does have somebody who could take over. So, yeah, no, that's no good choice on on Fitzpatrick. Did you have any other sort of late round uh, sleepers? Um, I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't mind taking Trevor Lawrence late. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's. You know, they they do have some good weapons. DJ Chark, I think, with a good quarterback, is going to have a, a really good season. I, I quite like LaVisca Chenault as well, um, yeah. as more of like a utility slot type of guy. And then the duo of, of, of Robinson and Etienne in the backfield as well is going to be going to be good as well. I don't think they're going to win a load of games, but I think Lawrence will have not a Justin Herbert season, but like I think he'll be I think he'll be pretty solid. Yeah, that that season, that season. Sorry, that team definitely feels like it's a, a foundation team at the minute. They've yeah, kind of exactly. laid the groundwork. They just need to keep building on it. So, yeah, I think he. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays because um, I know Trevor Lawrence was taken in a lot of dynasty drafts as number one uh, yep. in, in Superflex. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether he repays his owners <laughs> in kind. I guess. Um, I think my main sleeper is probably going to be Tua. Um, oh okay yeah I feel like yeah I feel like the um, the addition of Waddle yeah has helped big, us, big has, one has helped to strengthen that wide receiver core and I, I'm just hoping that he's able to to fulfill uh, kind of the expectations that have been placed on him because I know a lot of people drafted Tua um, before they drafted Herbert um, yeah last year in well yeah last I guess it's the draft before last we're getting on in time now. Um whereas obviously Herbert was the choice to make in that situation. So I think um yeah, Tua Tagovailoa has got a lot to to prove this year. And yep, I think agreed. I, I think the fact that he's he is I I like him as a quarterback. I think he definitely needs to improve, but um maybe he he can make the steps that he needs to make this year and and be something special. And I guess another one that I'll choose is it's got to be it's got to be Kirk no. Cousins. Oh god, I, I, we, I we nearly old, made it through. Old reliable. <laughs> I think if if I was if I was in late rounds, I'd probably I'd take Cousins take over it. the likes of Stay so, say probably Baker Mayfield for example, just because Oh, let's have a look. I did I had him Yes, I do. I've got him Ed of Mayfield. To be, to be fair, you, you are annoyingly right. He is consistent. Like, I've got his, his last six seasons for fantasy finishers. You've got 11th, 13th, 6th, 5th, and 18th. Yeah. So he's, you know, that, yeah. That's, you know, I'll give it up. That's consistent. It's, yeah, pretty much always top 12. He doesn't have the rushing upside, which is yeah. probably why he's down there. Um, but he does have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And yeah, Dal- two of the Dalvin best. Cook 
often catches uh, catches the ball as well. Yeah. I quite like Irv Smith Jr. as well. I think he's going to have a, a bit of an uptick in production this year on the tight end front, especially mm-hmm. with Rudolph no longer being part of the team. So he he does like to throw the ball. And, and it depends on the Vikings' defense. If it's like last year, it'll be utterly awful and he's going to have to throw <laughs> it a lot. But hopefully... Hopefully, from a kind of real life non fantasy perspective, the the Vikings defense returns to its winning ways because it is it it's always been lauded under Zimmer as one of the best yep. defenses in the league. So it's a shame that last year did happen. But he, he you know, if you're expecting the cat the likes of Justin Jefferson to put up big numbers, they have yeah. to also you know someone has to throw the ball to him to for him to be able to do that. So that person currently is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping that they do pretty well, but. Yeah, we'll see. So it's, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I do hope I can choose one of my top 12. I don't want to leave it so late. Oh, God, that, I would hope so. That people have started drafting back <laughs> already. Cause I know last year, I think I think it might have been Sam in our redraft, uh, drafted like three or four quarterbacks, uh, which meant that later in the season, that the kind of quarterback... Oh, yeah, back, the, the waivers were was, thin, weren't they? <laughs> it was bad. I was really struck. Well, yeah, I was. I played Mitchell Trubisky, as I've said before, in the final, which is, that's that's the level of desperation that it got to last year. So <laughs> poor old Dak uh, let me down a little bit there. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, hopefully that was that was useful to any of you who might be uh, might be listening and wanting to know who, who we think are, are good quarterbacks. Obviously, you you're all entitled to your own opinions and you might have completely different opinions about who the top 12 are. And if you do feel free to, to let us know on any social media channel and we will quite happily tell you that you're incorrect. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise we might, we might end up actually believing you if you give us some, some decent stats behind uh, your reasoning. As, as we say that the the lower the list I got, the the less confident I was that I was making the right decisions. Um, so yeah next time uh, we'll be coming back with our top 12 running backs and then that will be followed with top 12 right wide receivers and then before we know it the season will hit and we'll be uh, we'll be posting weekly uh, podcasts uh, sort of reviewing the week before and, and kind of anticipating what's going to come in the week after uh, any final words from you Jack or are you uh, you happy that you've bestowed all of your running back sorry quarterback wisdom today Oh, I'm very happy. It was a good episode. Uh, looking forward to getting through the next the next ones. Uh, each one, obviously, we get that little bit closer to the season, uh, which I'm buzzing for. And um, yeah, again, just thanks to anyone who's uh, who's listening. Yeah, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Hey!